Hey, Alex. Hey, Andrew. What is this podcast we are listening to right now? This is Brains on the Outside. And what is Brains on the Outside about? It's a comedy podcast about exploring creativity through ridiculous business ideas. That's right. Every week, we're here coming up with ridiculous and weird and crazy business ideas, like what if Greg sponsored Louis Vuitton? What? Greg's and Louis Vuitton? Are you, are you kidding me, Andrew? Um... <laughs> Are you imagining that people are going to be walking around with handbags shaped like sausage rolls? Well, what I, even is this? I was a little what bit. Are you, yeah. are you an idiot? Whoa! What, what's this, where's this energy coming from, man? Andrew, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my meltdown. That was, it was inappropriate. It was unprofessional. It, it was unprofessional, but I do appreciate you saying sorry. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've been spending a lot of time on Twitter recently, and <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah, I know. When the world's richest man is having a very public meltdown, sometimes you just want to give it a go and see what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read a tweet that was uh, describing Elon Musk's behavior uh, about buying Twitter. It would be the same if me or you got drunk and bought a jet ski one day. <laughs> and that the aftermath of us trying to come to terms with that. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Elon is... is is angry and lashing out and and i feel like maybe we could help him by well working out how he could stop twitter from crashing into the ground there's so many so many terrible ideas and so many great ideas out there yeah. about what will save twitter mm-hmm. and um i realized well maybe we were talking about this earlier um i was gonna call it in real life but no not on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> um about about this actually you sent me a tweet a few days ago uh, by a guy called Adrian Hahn. I don't know him, uh, but he, he had a tweet that was like, calling Twitter blue, this was $8 subscription service, like a baby toy. What he suggested is real gamification. So Twitter battle passes, Twitter achievements, happy hour. I don't know what that means, but he thinks that'd be a good idea. And Twitter streaks, like if you tweet a lot, you get more points. And we had a good laugh about this. We did, we did. And then about an hour later, Elon Musk replied, unironically, those are good ideas. So I think that we could help Elon out, but yep. also selfishly, like, he might see some of our stuff and give us some of his 40 billion trillion pounds yeah, that he has. Yeah, just gives, redistribute the wealth downwards yeah. a bit. And I'm we, not going to give him $8 a month, but maybe he could give me $8 a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's it the idea that somehow he would get enough $8 from people <laughs> to, to counteract, like, coca-cola not sponsoring twitter anymore yeah. <laughs> bananas what is your first idea how are you how are we going to get elon out of this hole he's created for himself so right i was thinking break all of the twitter members up into four houses oh <laughs> okay <laughs> okay like twitherin oh god <laughs> twiffendor twiffendor yeah raven tweet yeah oh <laughs> and hufflepuff <laughs> <laughs> nice little twist i like uh was, was it um Raven tweet. Raven tweet. Yeah. yeah. You're a Raven tweet man. I think I'm a Raven tweeter. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you have house points. Yeah. 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 Which actually is just money. Right. So if you do something really good, Andrew, and you're in Raven tweet. Yep. I can be like, Andrew's done something good. And I, I'm like, yeah, that's worth, that's, he's done a good tweet. He's done a oh, good Twitter. I've had a good take. You've had an excellent take. I pay a pound to to you for that. And that counts as a house point. Right. Twitter skims a little bit off the top of the house point, but also it goes into the house house cup for the year. Oh, okay. Which is like at the end of the year, some of that money gets paid back out to all the members of that house. 
if they win the House Cup that year. That is, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Because what, what is Twitter all about? It's about really like Elon can claim it's about, you know, the public square, but it's not. It's about satisfying the dark passenger inside us, which wants to <laughs> see people crash and burn yeah. in front of everybody and monetizing that with the chance to win big if your yeah. tweet is, uh, is, is funny enough. Is it based purely on likes or does Elon have to go? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> who, who decides what tweets get given the pound? So individuals. So I, oh. like I, I, as an individual, I'm just like, Oh, Andrew's done it. I like that. That was funny. I press the button and it's like, it takes a pound out of my bank account and it puts it into the Raven tweet bank account. A little bit gets skimmed off the top for Twitter for running costs. Yeah, and then at the yeah. end of the year, the Raven tweet bank account gets like whoever wins yeah. out of the four houses, all of the money goes to the members of that house. That's excellent. I think it's about finding, no one wants to pay for Twitter blue just to get a little blue stamp. Yeah. It's about locking into what people actually like about Twitter. That's where yeah. it is. That chance of, you know, a little bit of fame. I, I think there's a, a slightly similar idea, which is you pay Twitter mm -hmm. to um to to know what the next trend will be. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're in Griffin uh, Griffin tweet and you want to write the next big tweet to get more hash points, so you could pay Elon like ten dollars. Be like, right, who's the next main character going to be? Oh. What's the next controversy going to be? Give me twenty four hours so I can pre prepare some funny content. A sweet tweet, yeah. A sweet tweet, yeah. Nice. Now, that's that's tier one. Yeah. You pay Elon ten dollars, and he'll just be like, right, tomorrow the algorithm is going to love um, people who hate cheesecake. That's going to be the topic of Twitter for like big money for. A like a million dollars you can decide the topic itself underhand you have direct influence on the algorithm or you get to choose oh. the main character you can be like tomorrow we're all going to be talking about the person who plays phil mitchell and eastenders <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be it and you can spend that time stockpiling memes ready to go that's nice yeah i like that that's good um and you can you can use that in good and bad as well you could main character a good person or you could main character a bad person and influence the whole world it's already, I think we all have, I think if we're all being honest with ourselves, mm -hmm. we know that Twitter is a place where biases happen and it's really easy to gamify it. Bad actors can push messages and disrupt elections through it. This is democratizing that process to everybody. But now I have a chance to be like, well, why can't everyone talk about car seat headrest tomorrow? Like that's all it's going to be talked about if I had enough money. <laughs> I like that. So you mentioned there uh, big tweets. Yep. What if you could just pay additional money to have your tweet a bigger font size? Oh, wow. So there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so the default font size oh is, is like 12 points. And then it's a pound a point above that. So if you want a 100 point message, that's going to cost you 88 pounds. I, I love this as well. Because it's like you could just have a one, one font bigger. And it's like, it wouldn't be very noticeable. But your mm -hmm. brain would notice. Yeah. See, I... I was reading about Twitter Blue. Yeah. There's actually a way to see, like, did someone pay for this or are they given <laughs> it for free because they're an a, a important person? Uh -huh. It's totally defeats the point, right? But it also means there's this new meme forming that's like, it's a guy pointing at someone being like, this dude pays for Twitter. <laughs> and everyone who tweets now with this blue tick that they paid for gets spammed with that. 
So we need to stop that from happening. So subtle little cues. Your tweet's a little, just a tiny, a font or two bigger. Yeah. Slightly higher up. Just a little bit. What if you go a step further? This is what I'm going to call the Bono method. (laughs) 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 You, You give Elon a bit of money. Yeah. And it goes to everyone's feed. You log in and it's just there. And you have to press dismiss to make it go away, or you have to give it a like before it goes away. But everyone on Twitter will see it. I I I love that. What about the other way around? What about if actually everyone's writing tweets, but there's only one person consuming them, and that's Elon? Okay, <laughs> he's yeah. the only person who actually gets to read the tweets. You just get to write them. You can write whatever you want. He's the only person who reads them, and you can bid to either make your tweet a bigger font size or to push it to the top of the list of tweets that he's going to read that day. So this is fantastic for two things. It's one, all those weird Elon fans will eat this mm-hmm. up. But two, I'm not sure you meant it like this, but this actually cuts to the exact core of what's wrong with Twitter. Yeah. We all still use it. That's <laughs> true. In this new service, there's only one user. Yeah. And we're effectively paying to be free of it. <laughs> it's like, here's $8. Take this shit away from me. I don't need to use this anymore. But let me tweet. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the monkey paw has curled and Elon is now stuck reading tweets for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Al. So I've, I've prepared kind of a segue for this bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just like Twitter needs us to function, so do we. Oh. Do, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> do, do, do we have an ad this week you can share with us? Yeah, we do have an ad this week. And it's actually a it's a perfect ad for this episode, Andrew. Excellent. And it's also really going to be... I think you're going to use this service a lot. Actually. Right, okay. Yeah. Because do you remember that big sculpture, that big metal sculpture of your ex-wife's favorite movie star that she had built in your... In your, in your garden <laughs> and now now that she's now that she's left all you do when you stand in the kitchen eating crisps at the kitchen sink and looking out the window is stare into its steely cold dead eyes and you just want you just want rid of it yeah it's it's it really sucks when that happens to you <laughs> i know like some people will be listening and they might not relate to this problem but that's you that's you're lucky yeah man count yourself suck. lucky <laughs> which who is it again that is in your garden that you're ex-wife loved so much <laughs> it's just a massive daniel radcliffe taunting me every day oh that sucks man it sucks, yeah man. well but, but it's, it's daniel radcliffe dressed as weird al from the new weird al movie <laughs> that's really it's, that's, it's deep man it's dark it's difficult yeah. i understand yeah. well don't have a meltdown man because this company that i found they can melt it down they can melt that big I- structure that weird unusually shaped annoying metal structure in 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 your garden they can melt it down for you is it just so this company they they just melt down metal structures that look like hollywood celebrities or no 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 no. because do you also remember that uh that roller coaster that steel frame roller coaster that you started building in your parents backyard yeah i mean and then you got bored of it and now when your parents look out of the window all they see is a monument to your complete ineptitude. I mean, it's bad because they, they look out the window in real life and they see that and they look out under the internet and they see this. And it's, <laughs> they really need a win. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Well, I mean, this company will also melt that down. That's for you as well. Because that's yeah. also a huge health and safety hazard. It's really, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. Yeah. 
Um, and I mean, it's not just roller coasters and statues that they can do as no. well. Do you also remember when you built that gigantic killer robot that was shaped like a huge, great big ball that would roll around and crush your enemies? But then you realized that you couldn't actually get it working. And yeah. now when you look at it, it just fills you with a with a sense of impending shame. Well, yeah, because it, it doesn't kill my enemies. It tries to kill like me or my friends. And that's it's, rough, man. It's, it's really it's really hard to invite bad. people over yeah. to watch Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, there's massive balls trying to chase them around. So yeah, so that's what this company will do. They'll they'll take that, they'll melt it down into a big puddle of metal that you don't have to look at anymore. I mean, wait, but I get the metal back. I mean, they just leave it there. Oh, it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. What's this company called? <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, Melt It Down. Don't Melt Down. <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a little, there's a little uh, promo code there. If you go to meltitdown.com slash brain melt, <laughs> you can get... 43 pounds off your first melting i'm I, i'm i'm happy you brought this because you, you're famously good at finishing all your metal structures and making them not sort of monuments to your own failure so <laughs> you didn't have to bring this onto the show today so thank you for that's for good, sharing man we're friends yeah friends look uh, out for each other another group of people who look out for us if they wanted yeah look at that segue that was it's so the good. listeners <laughs> yeah if they had ideas for businesses services and everything else how could they get in touch with us, Alex? Well, they should open up their favorite podcasting app. With their fingers. With their little fingers. Yeah. And they should scroll down to the show notes, and then they should click on the Google Links document. I didn't do the Halloween segue there. The Google Links document. <laughs> they should... Fuck! <laughs> they should click on the Google form mm -hmm. that's linked in the notes. Excellent. And then they should fill it in. Fill it in. Beautiful. Tell us anything. Business ideas. Business problems. Your deepest, deepest secret. What big metal thing you built in your garden. And we will say it on the show. We will. Do you know what I hate, Andrew? What do you hate? Nuclear waste. It sucks. It sucks. I'm not afraid to take a stand on this. I think nuclear waste is bad. It's bad. Man, those stories they have about people using nuclear waste to become superhero mutants. That is not a thing. Very rare it goes down like that. Yeah. I... It's actually very rare it goes down like that in the comics as well. <laughs> yeah. It happens once successfully and everyone else becomes evil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah, it's, it fucking sucks. So coincidentally, <laughs> you're not the only one who thinks it fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh... me and Greta, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she hates it all as well. She does. Uh, I recently came across a Wikipedia article. Yeah. Uh, deep in the Wikipedia hole called Long-Term Nuclear Waste Warning Messages. <laughs> it is actually an incredibly fascinating article. Mm -hmm. It talks about this problem of like, nuclear waste will take tens of thousands of years or maybe hundreds of thousands to become safe for, for humans to be near. Yeah. So we bury it deep, deep, deep underground where it can't hurt us. Ooh. However, what happens in the year 12,022 when human two finds this? <laughs> we can't guarantee they speak English or any known language. All cultural norms will be different. What's going to stop them un like unearthing the nuclear waste? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a really that's a challenging problem. This is an outside brain problem. This is an outside brain sure. problem that has a. So there's a lot of outside brain solutions, and I'll read some off just to okay. get get your get your head in the right space. Yeah. But I, I propose we start a construction firm or a consultancy that can go work for nuclear power plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To help them out. Uh huh. So this is actually a serious field of research, partly um, done by some American. The American Human Interference Task Force, which is a pretty cool name, but they have a lot of options. Okay. Right? So there's a problem. Any symbol, you can't guarantee that a human will be in the future will be able to read. Like mm. uh, a skull and crossbones, you can't guarantee that culturally that will be mean the same thing as in our culture. All language might mean something else. So some ideas are like, what if you irradiate a bunch of cats and make them glow in the dark? Right. And then you just keep keep this trait breeding in there forever. So if someone in twelve thousand years came down and they saw see an irradiated cat, they'd go, huh, "That's pretty weird," <laughs> and leave. So would wait, that would that stop you? The cats have to be under the ground. Yeah, probably. And then they're only localized to the place where the nuclear waste yeah, is. Have to be localized there. Do they do they only glow when they're in the vicinity of the nuclear waste? I believe they just glow. I think that's one. They of the just glow full stop. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that feels like. I, I used to have a cat. It used to escape all the time. It's yeah. going to escape from down there. They're going to escape. Okay. Right. So you're not a fan So then you've got one. glowy cats everywhere, and I'm down with that. That sounds that amazing. That sounds awesome. I mean, in the future, all the cyberpunk things, we look really cool, but the animals will obviously the same. Why is the yeah. dark animals? There was a guy called Thomas Sebiok, and he had an idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this sounds pretty fucking cool, actually, just as a title. He, he, he proposed something called the Atomic Priesthood. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty now cool. I'm in. Yeah, where people get elected in, and your goal in life now is to you personally retain this knowledge of where the nuclear waste is buried, and then you pass it on to another person in the future to keep the atomic priesthood going. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's so like the fifth element, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some other more boring inside brain ideas. Uh, well, actually, it's not that inside brain. Uh, uh, satellites that have their locations encoded in DNA um, or try and come up with a global language that everyone will ever be able to read and just keep it down there. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's it's a pretty big problem. It's a huge problem. Because I, I honestly think if we found a, a massive hollow object deep underground that was giving off a weird signal, we'd be fucking down there by the end of the day it could even <laughs> say it in english do not enter you will die and i guarantee we'd have cracked it open by the t- by the end of this podcast <laughs> i mean do you remember when they found that like lead lined metal sarcophagus yeah and we fucking cracked it open and it was full of poisonous juice yeah and they were like yeah but let's you, go <laughs> but now it's like you crack this open oh shit now no one could live in scotland <laughs> like <laughs> I guess that's Ohio done. <laughs> so, do you have an idea? Yeah. Can I, I want something that's good enough for us to put on the Wikipedia page. That's our goal for the next oh. five, ten minutes. Okay. So, let me pitch to you this. Okay. Make it so that it is a place that really nobody wants to actually go. Okay. And you do that. By making it into a soft play area. Oh. 
because no one in their right fucking mind wants to go to soft play ever ever so you just you you make this place uninhabitable through sheer annoyance yeah is there people do you have like in an atomic priesthood style way like just a constant stream of children playing in the soft play area to make it <laughs> annoying or is it just there's a huge huge soft play warehouse there it's just a huge soft play warehouse like parents are gonna look at it and go like oh no i don't i'm not, not like no, i'm not going there no no we're not i'm not doing it i'm not going there now there is a problem like some yeah. parents are gonna buckle under the pressure yeah of letting their kids into the soft play just so they can get 10 fucking minutes peace. Hey, uh, yeah. Yeah, but when their good. child comes out glowing green, well, that's their fault, right? That means news is going to spread. Like, you go to the soft play area, you're having a bad time, and also, you're going to get pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be rough. And that is going to learn you that lesson. I, I love this idea of, like, using mundane, everyday things that universally we hate. Yeah. To keep people away. Tax office. Tax office, yes. I, where my mind immediately went was, you told me a story one day of when you were in Starbucks last. Yeah. And you heard all these uh, first year undergrad philosophy students <laughs> debating the nature of the mind. Oh, yeah. And if AI singularity is coming. Yeah. Holy shit, that would be insufferable. Imagine you just have a speaker. Oh, that's just playing that. that out. And the, the way the walls are around it, like you can't quite see. Maybe there is shit. Maybe, maybe there is a philosophy student in there. <laughs> like, I, let's, let's just get out of here. The amazing joy of that as well is like, it doesn't, you don't have to understand the language because you can just hear the tone of voice and know that you don't want to be in that fucking conversation. That's our condescent. You need like yeah. five, like, ask the exact situation you were in where there was three or four males yeah. and then one female who very clearly hated your life at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So forbidden, forbidden soft play or... Hidden philosophy Starbucks yep, are the two yep. options for keeping people away from this place. Another option. Yeah. You go the other way. Okay. You find things that people always universally love. Yeah. Um, so instead of approaching there and being like, this place sucks, there's so much exciting things on the road there. Mm -hmm. You never make it there. Oh, yeah. That's that, good. That roller coaster that uh, the metal melting down company melted down that was mine no no you put it there and you fix it and you finish it right <laughs> yeah and then before, you're on your way to this open this weird irradiated glowing sarcophagus in the year twenty-seven thousand. oh shit what what's this what's this thing that's that's such a clever idea because there's always those places where you're like oh we always intended to go there but we always end yeah. up going to this place instead yeah you know we always intend to go there but we always end up going over here yeah, you just, you let the roll with that. You you, yeah. you get you get off the roller coaster and then you're driving down your future car. It's like, oh wait, is that, is that Avatar? <laughs> should, we just, should we just watch Avatar? <laughs> and it just, it's that for thousands of miles. Yeah, it's, it's you make the, the nuclear waste place look like TGI Fridays and then next door to TGI Fridays, you put like five guys and all the places that people want to go that isn't TGI Fridays. That, and they're on the way there and they're like, do you know what? We were going to go to TGI Fridays, but actually five guys is right here. That is actually a really good, a really good idea. Like, like in an actual, like, you should make something. You, you open up a new nuclear waste radiation place right next to it. That just has more nuclear waste in it. <laughs> just forever. You, you, they can never find the one they want to open the most. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Yeah. So, I was thinking that, uh, Maybe if we just embrace this and actually everybody just ate a tiny bit of nuclear waste for the rest of their lives from now on, 
and then it wouldn't be a problem anymore because we'd all be tolerant to it. Oh, we build up our immunity. Yeah. We opened this. Uh, you were worried about the fact we'd all become irradiated Hulk monsters. Yeah. But is this a scenario where it's like if everyone's an irradiated Hulk monster, no one is. Yeah, so you just start out, you take a, a quarter of a teaspoon of nuclear waste a day, everyone, yep. and then in a couple of years' time, everyone's taking half a teaspoon, and then a couple of years after that, we're all taking a teaspoon, yep. and we're just eating it. So, one, there's no nuclear waste left because we've all eaten it, <laughs> and two... <laughs> everyone's <laughs> everyone's immune to nuclear waste now we, we could actually just take it directly from the place like yeah we just like a tap yeah <laughs> everyone just goes there and gets their daily bit of nuclear waste yeah just, just yeah that seems that seems safe and doable to me i i was thinking about this um and how it relates actually this method of using a lot of our current technology of doing this the issue is with all these ideas, is you're blanketing all of humanity with the same fears or things that are like. It's another bit of problem is that you can't just like put a bunch of spikes down there because uh -huh. you'll attract people who want to be Indiana Jones in the future. They'll uh -huh. view it as like they'll view it as like a spike lovers. Yeah, spike lovers. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but what if? Yeah. Twitter right now today nationalized. Okay. It became a data farm to to learn it what every individual person hates the most in life. Mm -hmm. And then when you walk in, the, the first thing you do is you have to sign in to get into the nuclear radiation place. And then it just starts sending you the tweets you hated the most. Oh. And you're like, fuck, this place is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I love this idea of making it so annoying that people don't want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a hassle. Yeah. Like, oh God. Yeah. Just, yeah. That, that's <laughs> the, that is the sensation which is going to stop people from getting irradiated is oh fuck it really anything mildly like like exciting yeah it's going to be like it's going to be a challenge whereas if it was like you walked in and there was like 140,000 keys on the floor <laughs> and then you had to find the right key to unlock the door i mean that no one's getting through that they'd be like oh this is this isn't worth it is it <laughs> i think it's just that there's just a book that you have to read when oh, this yeah. is like a big old book, really dry, like yeah, super long and tedious. Open the door, first press the second yeah. switch. On the oh way. yeah, no, what you? It's like it's a, it's a, it's a cookie consent situation. If, oh god, yes. If you want to open the door to the nuclear waste place, do not untick this box that is already not ticked. <laughs> You you have the greatest minds of the generation. Yeah, um, make the most complicated cookie puzzle ever. Yeah, just be like, okay, so that's a triple negative. That's a quadruple negative. <laughs> <laughs> I like episodes, Alex, where we give something back. Mm -hmm. Like here, we help the scientific community out. I'm sure we want to go away and actually attempt to update the Wikipedia page. We'll see nice. how that goes. And I don't really want to help Elon out in any way. But I guess maybe he can use this in some sense. Yeah, I think we've. I think this is a good episode. I think we always help humanity with our ideas. But today, I think we've yeah. really, we've really gone above and beyond. That's an incredibly high bar we're setting ourselves. <laughs> I just aim for let's not make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we definitely don't do that. I don't think. If a viewer thought, actually, if a viewer thinks we're making it worse, don't listen to the show. That's the solution. <laughs> 
if a viewer though has a business idea that they think they could make the world a better place with yeah what do they do where do they put that idea alex what they do andrew is they open up their show notes on their delicious podcasting app and then they tap on the little google forms link that's in there and they send us a little google forms thing just type some messages in there send us some stuff we're we're absolutely guaranteed to read out whatever it is as long as it's nice as long as it's nice and passes our strict content moderation board us (laughs) yeah exactly yeah we haven't fired ourselves yet (laughs) so i have one last idea andrew yeah go for it yeah it's a twitter idea cool yeah what if you could only send tweets from certain locations and you had to pay to get in (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) all right buddy keep your brain on the outside outside. (laughs) 